Listeners, welcome to Review That Review. We are the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together, we are... The Review Queens! And if you want to support the show while getting bonus and exclusive content, including a members-only after-show podcast, visit what? our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea girl, how in the world is your first week of the new year going, Diva? Oh my goodness. I gotta say, you know when you have those weeks when it's like you just feel behind already oh, on no. like Monday? You know what I'm talking about, Of right? course. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm just like running out of time. Like what's happening? Like time starting and concluding all at once. New year. I don't know. It just feels like there's a lot in my brain that I need to account for. Mm -hmm. Feeling a little overwhelmed, but you know, getting through it. How's your week going? It's interesting. Maybe there's something in the air because I had to make a... um an appointment for Hunter at the vet. The location is literally a block from our house, but they have a 24-hour emergency vet that's in a different town. So I like made an appointment accidentally for the one that's half an hour away. And then I like tried to change it. You can't change it online. So then you have to call and then no one answered. So then someone finally called me back and they were like, we can't make appointments for that other location, but I didn't want to cancel this without speaking with you in case it's like time sensitive. And I was like, no, 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 go ahead and cancel it. So then I had to like call the actual location that's a block from my house and they're going to see him tomorrow morning. So it like, and that's just one item on the to-do list. It turns (laughs) into like half the day and exactly. Try that's exactly what I'm feeling is like each item on my to do list that should take two seconds is for some reason taking half the day, you know. And like I got an email multiple times, it's like this appointment is coming up, but then there's no like link to like click and be done. So I thought that was already complicated. And then they're like, oh, we can't even like help you call this other number. Yeah, anyway, it's totally fine. Exactly. This is all feeling like very complainy, don't you, you think? No, I think it, we're <laughs> launching in, although I have a very specific complaint to share. No, I have one as well, but I'm just saying we're really, we, we usually do that like <laughs> twist of like now that we've so been positive. so optimistic about how our new year's resolutions are going let's complain but you know it's okay like sometimes it's a kvetch well let me you just teed me up because chelsea is there anything that you would like to lodge a complaint about yeah there is try so this complaint it's just like it seems very obvious like so obvious that i was like have we talked about this already so you know when someone says to you like oh trey you look tired oh god Mm mm-hmm Why are we still doing that? Like, it's become such a part of pop culture, of everything that we all know what it means when you tell someone they look tired. We know that you're telling them that they look like crap. And I just think we need to put an end to this 
once and for all. I'm not going to say the person that asked me if I was tired today because it's unimportant. But somebody did ask me if I was tired today, which, yeah, I am tired a little bit. Mm -hmm. However, I think there's better ways of addressing this concern. Why can't you say, hey, what's going on? You know, it seems like maybe you have a lot on your plate or, you know, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. How are you feeling with life? I don't know. There's like other ways of getting to the core of the issue. If you are in fact concerned about my sleep schedule, maybe a part of me felt good today and now you're telling me I look tired and now I know I look haggard and bad. So I'm going to complain about it, Trey. Yes, I have encountered that as well. It isn't a question. Are you feeling tired? It's Right. Declaring that you appear a certain way. So exactly. then how do you respond to I actually have a very funny uh, well, okay. This is making me think of eight different things. But yes. I before I forget this, I once was in Key West in the pool and someone mm. was visiting Key West that's friends with David from a long time ago. So we're kibitzing in the pool talking, whatever. And he talks about his sister and he's Jewish, and his sister's name was like mm. uh, who knows? Anyway, yeah. Uh, what I was saying was Oh, like usually Jews name after someone who's who has lived. And so we repeat or, yeah. a lot of names. Sure. And so so I was just like, oh, that doesn't sound like a Jewish name. And he said, okay. And I thought it was like the most brilliant response because it's like, I don't have That's to. True. Oh, you look tired. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to be responsible true. for explaining it. I don't have to be responsible for addressing anything that right. you just said. It also was a little bit blunt and direct to be like, Okay. Anyway. Yeah. The person said it like in a way that was sort of feigning concern a little bit like, oh, you look tired. And that for whatever reason, just like ticked me off even more because I'm like, you're why are we making this about the way that I look? Like if you're sensing an energy for me that like uh, you could tell I'm sort of spinning my wheels, which I am, you know, why can't we just go right into that. Why does it have to be about the way that I look? Don't even feign concern. Like if it was an older person that's like, oh, you look tired like that. It's like, okay, like you're just older and like that's a semi-generational thing. So whatever, you know? Oh, okay. Good complaint. <sighs> I hear you. It it also is a complaint of mine. Yes, I agree. I don't know how we haven't gotten there. I yet. know, right? It, do- it just seems like something we would have already talked about. I could really use one of those calm commercials right now, you know? <laughs> nice exhale so Trey tell us it's time for you to have your exhale moment lodge your complaint all right so this is piggybacking off of my royal highness last week and then I posed the question wait did I ever lodge this as a complaint because I do love confetti and I love glitter yeah but I have a complaint about this trope slash trend Mm -hmm. that has emerged on the Broadway stage where the finale of the musical, the button, shoots off confetti cannons. Sure. I hate it. And I don't want to get too inside baseball. Uh, I sure. also, I'm never going to be like a Broadway musical theater celebrity. So uh-huh. I don't know why I'm concerned about speaking out of school. Right. But I can directly attach this to a very famous Tony Award winning... I'm just going to say it. This is a Jerry Mitchell STI where confetti cannons shoot out into the audience. I think what I don't like about it is it feels cheap to me. It feels like a cheap way to elicit joy from the audience at the very end of the show so that people are like, ah! 
right as they're like getting ready to applaud the cast members and then leave the stage and it's like you end on a big bang because if you don't like the beginning at least you walk out feeling happy and that's the memory right it just feels cheap so i collected a little list of musicals off the top of my head with a little a little guidance from my friend mark and a little guidance from my friend rachel we all thought of these same shows okay give me the list okay famously yes the end of hairspray i was gonna say hairspray Yes. Yeah. I, I get it. SpongeBob. Okay. Not seen it. Sure. It's okay. a kid thing. Shrek. Okay. Yeah. It's kids. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Matilda, an adult musical based on a child story that's sure. a little too heavy for, I mean, whatever. Spam a lot. Kind of makes sense. Maybe Monty Python. Sure. Maybe Priscilla. That kind of makes sense. It's yeah. like drag queens. I and like Priscilla. And Kinky Boots. Also Jerry Mitchell. Yeah. Kinky Boots has the same exact ending as Lacage. All of a sudden, there's this big production <laughs> number that doesn't resolve anything, but we like scream and clap, and I love all of it. Moulin Rouge kind of makes sense. The whole point is it's a spectacle. And Frozen, I think, is the most appropriate because they shot out snow confetti at the yeah. end, which I think textually, Elsa shoots snow. It makes sense. So that like, makes sense. Yes. Spider-Man. Here, this is making me think of something else with this complaint that I think is really interesting. because Tell like. Me. I think what's interesting about the Broadway show thing is the waste, right? Because this is eight shows a week of -hmm. these confetti things going off. How much waste is that? That just seems like that's a lot of waste. I wonder if there's a way to recycle it. Like if they can like... No, uh, you can't recycle it. No, no. I don't know. I mean, I think the streamers, because a lot of them are streamers too, where they're like several feet long. Like, I don't know how you recycle that. I don't know. But speaking of this, there was this play called The Humans. There was a scene where the like sister character comes in and she's holding like a 12 pack of toilet paper Mm -hmm. and they rip open the plastic. Uh And... I still think about it to this day. Like how did like, they how do many that? toilet paper? Like, did they just have a million things of toilet paper? Maybe every but, single show, somebody else got to go home with with some toilet paper. They donate to I don't know, or maybe they just have like a plastic wrap machine in the back. Like, but that's literally yeah. I don't remember what happened next. I can't tell you what happened at that scene because you were distracted by that the whole time. I will say I have been on the receiving end of that adrenaline. So I understand the impulse. But now I don't think I'll ever be able to think of it other than the context of, wow, there's all these Broadway shows that are doing this, eight shows a week. How much confetti is that? That's too much confetti. Over confetti. Right. But maybe it's already recycled paper. That's Who knows? And honestly, I I just want to bring it up because it's something that bothers me because it feels like a trope now. I know that when I saw Hairspray and it was a phenomenon. I remember and it 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 felt new. I don't know if it had been done before. I don't know about when. I don't know who created the confetti cannon in Broadway musicals. But now it's like I, I'm fairly certain if I'm going to see a Jerry Mitchell musical, there's going to be confetti in my lap at some point. So it's like that yeah. is my complaint. It's like the yes. predictability, the trope, the overuse. It's not special anymore. Yeah. It's predictable. That's my complaint. The people expect the confetti. So he's giving them the confetti and everyone's afraid to take a risk and do something new. So I hear you. We should do new things. So the next revival of Les Mis, (laughs) they better have a confetti cannon. When everyone dies, shoot confetti. That's new, honey. That's (laughs) new. All right. Do you feel better? All right. I feel better. I I feel like I have thoroughly taken the audience through my yin and yang 
of my royal highness and my lodging of a complaint about confetti. I'm so glad you you know what's great about that, Trey, is like you did your very own one in five, you know, of the same <gasps> thing. <laughs> I did. Without even realizing it. All right, so let's okay, let's, let's close the ledger book and why don't we jump into some online reviews, Queen? As you guys know, we are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review, we break it down, and we rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call Assess That Kvetch. And Chelsea Girl. You are the first review of 2022. <gasps> I'm so honored. Okay, let's do it. Take it away, RQ. Review that review. Okay, I want to say that this review was inspired by a conversation that I had with a friend about some like fake faux American Girl dolls that I'm going to read in the Patreon at some point. But just so we have some context here about why I was looking up American Girl doll reviews. Now, you know, oh my God. this is a one star review from AmericanGirl.com. It is <laughs> referencing the doll truly me doll it's called and it's number 88 which i just thought is like so funny and we'll get into it in the review that they like literally have a number for every that's associated with every single one of their dolls i thought they were called like samantha no they are but i guess it's like maybe that's just like the truly me dolls have a number but, like oh. it literally says like truly me doll number 88 so this is the <laughs> 88th of the truly me doll collection because you know people really are into this try like like very they collect these american girl dolls i mean it was popular when we were kids so now yes. there's new generations of parents that are passing their american girl dolls onto the the new kid it's just like this is a real thing anyway people have real opinions about this is the point this review is a one star review written by may 10 10. The subject of the review is three bad wigs. <laughs> I cannot wait. Here we go. Oh, no. My daughter wanted 88 for Christmas this year. I saw that she was back ordered by a month, so I went ahead and purchased the doll. Both of my girls have a couple AG dolls, and I saved my three from when I was little. This would be the 11th doll. So this doll shows up looking beautiful in the box. Since I read some bad reviews about the hair thinning, I took her out to look her over. I was shocked. I called AG and they sent her a replacement. Same thing with a second doll. Called again and they sent a third. They all have the same problem. IMO American Girl should stop production on this doll until they get this wig fixed. If you are a collector, probably not a big deal. But the moment you start to play with the hair is where you will see the scalp. My other daughter wanted the bright pink hair doll. I ordered that one and her wig is shiny, beautiful, but on the thin side and you can see the scalp on that one, but not as bad as 88. I told my daughter the issues with 88, so she's looking at the purple hair doll. I ordered that one and she has a beautiful, thick, and shiny wig. The purple one was by far the best quality wig. Like I said, 88 is beautiful from the front, but check the scalp. 
The pink hair is nice and thick, but the light blue and purple under the pink is where the problem is. I hope they can get this wig right because I would love to get it for my daughter at some point. (laughs) I should also point out and like maybe we can put a photo somewhere. So this doll 88 has like three different color hair uh, of hair okay it's like a light almost like platinum gray blonde and then blue and pink so it's like three different tones throughout the hair and you order based on the color of the hair like you select that box or whatever no i don't know why she's just it's so funny because she's really just calling the other ones like the purple wig ones and she's so specific about 88 but no they all have names the only way that 88 comes is with this try hair color okay does that make sense yes because i actually wrote i literally wrote down 88 versus quote purple haired doll yeah because would the purple haired doll be like not 88 it would be like 87 or something yes purple hair doll would be like 76 yeah exactly well so i did write that down because it seems like may 1010 is very big on abbreviation may 1010 does not have time no she said (laughs) may 1010 is like ag imo Right. And 88, like, but then purple hair. I I just was very taken because (laughs) I, obviously it's easier to type AG than to write American girl multiple times, but. And a lot of them do like the inside people. That makes sense. And May is clearly inside because this is the 11th doll. (laughs) Yeah. Which I wrote down because American girl dolls are not cheap. No, they're not. This one's over. uh, This is $145. This doll. And baby dolls are very expensive, but $150, that is like... I know. But to May's credit, May 1010 has three from their childhood, so they last right. lifetimes, you know? What I think is the most interesting about this is the mm-hmm. patience of American Girl. I mean, how many times do we think that May called customer service about this issue? <laughs> and they were given three products I feel like we're missing a piece of the narrative because here's what I think happened. I think May called customer service the first time they sent a second one. Called customer service the second time they sent a second, whatever. They they had three dolls total basically of, of this doll sent to them. None of them were good. Then I think they said, well, you know what? Why don't we send you another doll then? And I think that's right. where Purple Doll came from. I think so you're right. So I think Purple Doll was within the cost of this first purchase. Well, I think you just clarified because I don't think May 1010 knows the number of purple hair doll because it was suggested by American Girl. It wasn't suggested by the daughter. Yeah, maybe American Girl was like, you know what? If a nice, nice, beautiful, (laughs) thick, shiny wig is what is most important to you, then like here's a doll that will please you. Purple hair. And I also think that they said my other daughter wanted the bright pink hair doll and they ordered that one. One got the pink hair. The other one got 88 and pink hair was like acceptable enough to be kept. And 88 was like a real issue. Don't you think? Yeah. I think that's the narrative. It feels pretty progressive to me. I think of American Girl doll as being like conservative dolls, but I love that they have like fun, crazy hair. 
Yeah, I really think that they're going for a rebrand with I think I, I don't really know the whole history of American Girl, but I know it was historical people or whatever. And then they branched out into more modern day. And this is definitely she's like a skater girl living in a skater world, whatever that song is. Uh, she's just a skater, skater girl. girl. I actually almost clutched my pearls when <laughs> May 1010 at the beginning says that you know, based on all these reviews about the thinning hair, I took it out of the box before giving it to my daughter. Right. Like so much about dolls is like doll collection. Oh my yeah. goodness. Like, and all the little like zip twisty ties you have to do. It's like, it's such a process getting the doll out. Right. That I just was shocked that, and then, and then it's like nonchalant when I got the next one, I did the same thing. I would be so mad if my mom had unboxed my doll. Agree. Maybe she knows that her kid is one that like would want to just like play with it right away. And it's like, mommy, get it out of the thing. You know, I don't know. True. Okay, good point. But also, like so much of like doll play is like brushing the hair, combing the hair, putting ribbons in the hair, putting clips in the hair, doing a ponytail, doing pigtails. So if so there is a value check, I think, inside of this review that I'm just very curious about production. Why does the like fiber color like why is there a discrepancy between a uh, purple hair doll and pink hair doll versus the rainbow hair doll? Like, shouldn't they all have the same density? Like that is very odd. Yeah, to me. it is very odd. The only thing that I can think of why we're having a problem with this. And I will say I, w- I went through like some other reviews. Mm-hmm. Most of the other ones, they will say like, if the hair was bad, they'll actually update it. And it'll say like new design or like updated version. And then there'll be reviews where people will say like, got the new version and it's really great. So sometimes it does seem like we have a lemon an American what an American girl shifts and fix it. What? I do not like that. Why? 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 Why is there ever a product that's released that needs to be updated? Why is that a consistent thing in the American Girl doll brand? Why well, don't you get it right the first time? I'm paying okay. 150. dollars Yes, I hear you. But here's the thing: I think American Girl that made girl, me so mad. Did you really, catch that? Funny, I did catch that. I got. So I think mad. American Girl actually comes off pretty good in this review, and this is why. Let's say American Girl does have some sort of manufacturer that they use. Mm-hmm. They sometimes release a new doll and they get a lemon. Should that happen when you're spending $150? No, it shouldn't. But it, listen, it happens. I'm sure these are coming from like some factory somewhere, right? That's another At question. Least, right. At least they're willing to do something about it. They sent this woman at least three dolls. Three dolls, yeah. They made it so at the end of the day, her daughter had a doll that she was happy with. Does she have 88? No. But even in the end of this review, May is saying, I hope that they do fix it because if they do, my daughter would love this doll. And it Mm. seems like they have a history of when something happens. It does seem like they have pivoted before. So I think that that's that's kind of cool. I think that it's weird that this is a one-star review based on all of the amazing customer service that it sounds like, you know, took place. Right. I do two things. I appreciate you walking me through that rage because I was <laughs> stuck at the problem I, yes. rather than recognizing pulling out a little bit from the Zooming focus and seeing like, okay, but they, they are willing to fix, which is right. important. Because sometimes someone will have a crappy product and then they don't do anything about Correct, it. At least they right. did something. And then as far as the one-star review, I think that May 1010 is specifically leaving the one-star review for For this doll. Right. Yeah. Which like is interesting because we are deducing and uh, extrapolating like how great the customer service is from AG 
even though May doesn't explicitly state it. Right. But we know that May 1010 has 11 dolls. I mean, then they had in their uh, custody three right. more. So they've, yeah. they've had 14 dolls. 14 but, dolls. So like, obviously they're probably cool with American Girl doll. And they're the one, I would say the one stars for Pink 88. You're right. So, yeah, so that is, good... it is valuable to me. It's not my world. I my sister did have a Samantha doll, and I was obsessed with it. But <laughs> I was in the South in the eighties, so I don't need to continue that sentence. But <laughs> tell me about May ten ten spelling and grammar. Really good, excellent. I mean, could definitely I get, that. get like elementary school teacher vibes. I don't know why. I was gonna say. I feel like <laughs> I can see how May is like an arts and craft person, and like yes, is like the fun teacher that has a really cool bulletin board. Yeah, I have to say that the review was impactful, and that I I think if I was let's say my my niece or something was really into American girl and i thought oh that it is like a pretty doll though i just noticed that the doll is like weirdly holding a wad of cash which seem which seems a little strange but anyway Uh um (laughs) yeah i just noticed that um but yeah like i think if i read this review and saw that the quality wasn't good there's no way i would buy it after this unless then there were a bunch of people that said they updated it and it's better now right which begs the question i think we both think that may 1010 is being truthful yes it's that it's that point at the beginning about because of other reviews, I checked the scalp, which makes right. me think they've done due diligence, which makes me trust them. I agree. I also think that they took extra effort. I mean, and maybe it was an effort for them and it was just something I picked up on because I'm not a part of this world. But I do feel like there's this thing about people that write reviews specifically for American Girl Doll where they really want you to know that they're in the inside. They Mm. all use this AG instead of American Girl. They talk about how many dolls they have. She talks that this is a multi-generational thing. So Mm. she really wants the people that that are reading this review to know, listen, you're getting advice from somebody that, that has been around the block or, you know, a few times with this American girl situation. And and honestly, because I'm not in that culture, I appreciate knowing that they identify that way. Yeah. I think it helps their um, credibility. It's definitely not humorous because I think it's not funny to me. Oh no! This especially is when it comes to children. Like, if you're getting these expensive gifts for your children that are this personal to you, because you had them as a child, like it is not a time for humor. Because this 100%. really is very serious. Yeah, I mean, and especially with the two daughters, because it sounds like yeah. she got both, and one of them had a, like better experience than the exactly. other. Exactly. That's awkward. I mean, all right. I think I'm ready to crown. Are you? I yeah, I think so too. All right, let's do it. Okay, so Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our ratings. The queens are tabulating. Total school. Oh, Oh, interesting. So I'm holding up three and a half crowns. Trey is holding up four and a half crowns. Trey, why four and a half crowns for me? Honestly, I I went on a journey with this review <laughs> yes. emotionally as well. But at first, I sort of thought that May was a Karen. But yeah. then I sort of started thinking, this is an investment financially. There is a very high standard to the brand. Yes. And it's just not funny. So yeah. to me, I took off half a crown because I do think that this... I mean, I'm never now. Officially, I can declare I will never purchase 88. 
Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. So um, Good to for know. that reason, I did four and a half rounds. <laughs> because the spelling is great, I believe May 1010. They've shown me their due diligence, their history with the brand. They're an insider. I'm not. And, you know, for that reason... I don't think I don't think humor was warranted, but right. as you know, to be a full review queen, I want to have full. some all of that. So yeah. four and a half. What about you? Why'd you do three and a half? I I concur with everything that you said. I think that May is a good Samaritan. I think she's done her due diligence by this community. The one place where I took off was I know that this was a review for eighty eight. However, I thought there could have been a little more self-awareness around what the customer service was doing for her. Even if there was just a sentence that said, I want to give a good shout out to you know customer service for literally sending me three different dolls because I was unhappy. That being said, like this review is specifically for this doll. I would have appreciated that. I don't I, I think that that's maybe where the Karen impulse came in from because it was like they sent me another one they sent me another one they sent me another one and it was never like thank you for for trying to fix this issue so that was where Mm. i took the extra crown off and three and a half for may for me but good samaritan and thanks for the advice we won't buy the doll totally i hear that oh my god so fun i love (laughs) i love the whole culture of american girls so what a joy to get this review it was fun okay so let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll get into my first review of 2022 oh my god can't wait (laughs) hold your crown we'll be right back Chelsea and I are so excited to share this exclusive review queen offer from superchewer.com. Now from the makers of BarkBox, Superchewer is a monthly subscription-based service for those dogs that need tougher and more durable toys. Every month, you and your pup will receive a box right to your front door that is loaded with two tough toys, two meaty chews, and two full-size bags of treats that are customizable for allergy and diet preferences. Super Chewer is offering listeners of Review That Review one extra month free when you use our link, superchewer.com slash queen. Sign up right now at superchewer.com slash queen. Chelsea, it is one's tart. No, you have to do the sound. Oh, right. Wheel, 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 wheel. All right, it is one star zinger time, the very first of the new year. So, Chelsea, let's get ready to take a quick spin on the merrill go round. Wheel, 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 wheel. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Okay, Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger, and with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll each try to recite our zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who exceeds at everything. It's true. Before the clock runs out, 
All right, Trey, you're first. Where is your one-star zinger from? Well, I decided to go back to our core values here. Yes. And I have a one-star review from RateMyProfessors.com. Love. Yes. We haven't okay. done that in a while. I know. So this is, I just randomly looked up a university. This is for a professor in the business department at University of Wisconsin-Madison. Okay. And the one-star zinger is clip on ties. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. Oh my so God, amazing. That's the zinger. Okay. You're strapped in to like one of our review that review mugs. Ooh, so okay. hot. Yeah, or cold because I, I still have iced coffee in mine. But anyway, that's Ooh. what you're strapped into. Are uh, you ready? It's so cold. Yes, I'm ready. Here we go. <laughs> Yay. Three, two, one, go. Superhero. Clip on ties. Disney. Oh, clip on ties. Breaking news. Clip on ties. Melodrama. <gasps> clip on ties. Televangelist. Now clip on ties. Come on. Courtroom drama. Clip on ties. Adult film. Clip on ties. Trey, uh, I think that uh, might be a personal best. I don't know. That seemed like that was a lot. Let's see how you did. Like, that might actually be a show best. Let's see. Well, it was only a three word review, though. Seven. Wow. Trey, that's a great score, Trey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mazel um, to you. Okay, Chelsea, my queen. What is yes. your one star zinger today? I guess I just wanted to stay on theme. So I am bringing a one star review from Amazon for these like, mm-hmm. how do I describe them? Like mini school desk chairs for a dollhouse. <laughs> they look like school desk chairs to me. Anyway, All right. this is a one star review written by Christina B. Dash S, <laughs> which I don't know why I get funny. BS. Christina BS, uh, one star review says, Not what I was Lou. <laughs> Spell Lou. L O O. So I think, I think Christina just stopped writing the review. <laughs> I think that Christina was BS, was literally just in the middle of writing the review and just like Push got send. a phone call or something. <laughs> And pushed oh. and yeah, and just like pressed enter. So not what I was Lou. <laughs> That's really funny. All right. Well, today you, yes. Chelsea, are going to be strapped in on a king. The rest of the word Lou King. Oh, oh my! How clever! I love that. I I love that that you finish the word for Christina. P.S. All right, Chelsea, are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. Three, two. One, go! Musical theater. Not what I was, Lou! <laughs> Teen drama. Not what I was, Lou! Televangelist. Not what I was, Lou! Slapstick. Not what I was, <laughs> Mime. Soap opera. Not what I was, Lou! Disney. Not what I was, Lou! Auctioneer. Not what I was, Lou! TLC reality show. Not what I was Lou. That's all. Chelsea, you got nine. No, I didn't. Yes. What? 
Are you kidding? One, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh my God. Must be the coffee. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That is Thank truly you. a record. That might be a show first. That was fun. Woo! Woo! I'm so amped up and ready for your review, Trey. Review that review. All right, we're back from that rousing game break where I did a show first and got nine on the merry-go-round, not bragging. <laughs> and it is your turn, Trey. Where is your review from this week? All right, everyone, I need you to um, strap in because today I have a one-star review from Yelp Okay. for Aldi. Oh, the grocery store. Yes, I was going to see if you knew. Okay, this is for an Aldi that's located in the Bronx. Okay. And this is written by Rebel T, spelled R-A-B-E-L-L-E-T. Oh, wow. I love this. Okay, here we go. So this is Rebel T's one-star review on Yelp for Aldi. This review is for Aldi number eight at 3006 Third Avenue. I went there to return an organic 2% milk recently, and the quote-unquote boss, as one of the new girls referred to him, handled my transaction after she made a mistake. Dash, no biggie. However, for someone being the quote-unquote boss, he had no clue what he was doing either, and failed at a simple transaction a handful of times as customers impatiently waited online for him to get it right. Definitely a retraining opportunity there. (laughs) There were only two lines open, and they were getting longer and longer on a busy night. In addition, he gave me a hard time for bringing back an quote-unquote empty carton. When it says to bring back any, parentheses, stress the any, unused portion, as part of the double back guarantee, parentheses, a corporate policy. You see, the reason I was bringing it back was because I was not completely satisfied with the way the milk tasted. And when you do not like milk, what is usually the first thing you do? Dot, dot, dot. Pour it out. Dot, dot, dot. So it not being full should not have been made into a big deal. Parentheses, not sure if it were because it was low fat, badly refrigerated, or both, as I have seen dairy products left out after customers decide not to purchase them, dash. I hope they throw them out, but look like they will get restocked even that evening, a container of yogurt hanging out in the warmth, dash, yikes, in parentheses. However, this manager or quote-unquote boss seemed to want to stress that the carton was quote-unquote empty. Was he trying to make me feel uncomfortable? Embarrass me? I was only taking up the company's policy, not his individual one. He said he was doing it as a courtesy and did not have to. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, G. Thanks for making me feel like a valued customer. I shop there all the time, and this is the second time that I had a less than savory interaction with a manager or one of the quote-unquote bosses 
The first time the manager acted like she did not know about the double back guarantee. Dot da dot. But B U U U T, you work for the company. Dot da dot. Right? My recommendation is retrain these individuals in policy, transactions, customer service, and respect. It is well needed at this location. Don't try to make customers, parentheses, stressed, feel like criminals or feel uncomfortable, which I suspect this quote-unquote boss tried to make me feel. Do not try to impose your selective policy when corporate has already decided to do this good guarantee for shoppers, and I am a frequent one. How about you worry about your ill-trained workers, parentheses including you, who don't know how to process the double-back guarantee, and ones who are throwing things over customers' heads into shopping carts as part of their sorting practices, or the unrefrigerated dairy products sitting out in your store that look like they will be restocked before you give a frequent Aldi shopper a hard time about a return, potentially for that very reason. I usually have pleasant experiences at Aldi, parentheses, there, everywhere, so it is unfortunate. I had to have this one. Frowny face. Oh my God. Wow. I feel like there's so much to unpack. The first thing that I'm getting off the bat is that this review belongs on Trustpilot. If ever there was a review that I have heard that belonged on a different platform, it was this one. A lot of this review was actually directed to corporate, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Corporate would need to be the one that would supersede management and the boss at this location. So if I'm writing yes. this review on Yelp, who is it that I'm trying to attract by continuously discussing the training process when the person that is actually responsible for training at this location is not adequate in your mind? So if that is your problem and you even know the number of the store like this is Aldi number eight this should have been maybe it is on Trustpilot too who knows maybe they just saturated the market with this review but like I thought wrong forum for this review so that's one two I think I don't like to diagnose people but but I have to go with my feelings when I have them there's a tremendous amount of shame uh, I feel Mm. like inside of Rebel. They talked about being embarrassed Mm -hmm. in this situation. They're going up to management for not the first time. They've clearly done this before, tried to do this buyback thing. They kept referencing how long the lines were growing, and yet they were at the front of the line. Were they not? They were the reason why the line was so long. Well, they say that the workers were the reason. But yes, they were. there was a line behind them. Right. We're both doing this thing that we feel like, you know, we're owed to be able to do this. And then we're also ashamed of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I was feeling that. Were you feeling that at all? Well, I think that they, Rebel really spells out that this new manager or this new boss, after referring to how they were referred to the new boss by the new girl. So it it seems like they're trying to really spell out that there's a lot of turnover yes but yeah i feel like rebel really spells out that this boss was implying that they should be embarrassed right but i want to ask you about that because yeah okay so i did look this up because i don't personally shop at an aldi Mm -hmm. but aldi does have it's called twice as nice guarantee 
And the right. fine print says every item in our store is backed by our unbeatable twice as nice guarantee. We will gladly replace the product and refund your money. If for any reason you are not 100% satisfied with the quality of any product, bring the product's packaging and any unused product. Yeah. But what do you think about returning a milk carton? I also looked up yeah. the Friendly Farms 2% milk is yeah. $3 for a gallon, $3.89. Was Is that the organic variety? Because they were very quick, yes. quick to tell us that it was organic, which I thought was an interesting detail. Yeah. I don't know. I just, a lot of alarms are going off for me with Rebel. They seem to know this policy really well. I don't know why I don't trust them. Like, th- there's something about them I don't but, trust. But they say it wrong. It's not the double back guarantee. It's the twice as nice guarantee. Right. But, like, they obviously know that they're getting... Th- the end yes, result is that they're going to get twice their money back. So they're they're going to be able to replace whatever the item is and then get that same amount back. This isn't the first time they've done it. Here, Here's what... I, like, again, conspiracy theory moment. But, like... Yeah. They talk so many times about the yogurt that was like out and they know about this yes. like double back or du- whatever twice as nice policy obviously so it almost seems to me like they saw that and they were like oh they leave yogurt out that's evidence that i can use if a dairy product doesn't taste right so the next time i come mm. in here i'm gonna bring whatever's left of my milk or my empty milk carton just say that i spilled it out and then if they try to give me any trouble i'm gonna say well i've seen yogurt sitting out and i've seen one of your people like restock it you know like they came armed with that something about it wasn't kosher like it's not just like they were going back and saying I'm sorry, there was something wrong with this product. I actually poured it out before I even got here because I couldn't stand the smell. But like, 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 can I please return this? They're like going there demanding like double the money and that like it, something about it. And meanwhile, the line is growing. It's like, honey, it's three dollars. Like, what? Like, why are you doing this? You're obviously a Karen. I'm sorry to say it. Oh my God, it's a Karen. <laughs> you know, Rebel really true. This is a true example of protesting too much yeah. because. At the end of the day, the manager took the product back and refunded Rebel. Yeah. So after all of that, I also love like the narrative of like, what's the first thing you usually do when milk is bad? You pour it out, of course. Right. But if you were going to return it, like, wouldn't you stop? Like, I feel like I would to be like, this is so sad. Like, like smell it. Like, look at how bad it is. It's disgusting. Like, it, right. if the manager does anything but say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. That's gross. Then... Yeah. I mean, it is just because even if even if this is true, mm-hmm. I understand feeling like you need to be prepared to like uh, state your case because it is empty. But it yeah. is sort of like, but you're bringing in an empty carton. Like, but then I also recognize you wouldn't know necessarily that it had soured or whatever until you opened right. it. And you were home. But th- and then I do understand to Rebel's credit, like this is a corporate policy. I was able to Google it and find right. it. So the store manager doesn't need to tell me that they're doing me a favor because that's actually your job. So I can bring this empty and you have to replace it and give me my $3 back. Right. Exactly. So that's why that's a crazy policy. But that's all these policies. Exactly. Yeah. I mean... I know that they have that policy and I've never even used 
the policy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that I'm sure don't. But Rebel T sounds like someone who does use the policy. Another thing that is like one of my favorite things ever in all of reviews, especially for a review of this length, is the sentence, mm-hmm. no biggie. Right, literally. No, Rebel. Obviously, it is a biggie. biggie. It was. It was so. It was such a biggie that you felt like you, even though you got your money back and you held up the entire store for three hours, you still felt the need to go home and write a review about it and demand that they have more training. It's a funny. It it reminds me of the Ross Dress for Less review because it is that thing about like I'm about to obliterate you with a complaint, but I before I do, I just want to sugarcoat that I'm a nice person. Right. I was easygoing. Ugh, it's just too much. Also, what about the accusations that they made about the boss, like, you know, making them out like they're criminal? How do we feel about that? I think it goes back to your original point. It really does feel that Rebel felt a certain kind of way that they were putting this energy on them. But that's an interpretation. And it's maybe like you see what you want to see in the world. Yeah, I think it is personally. But that is why this review is very interesting to me because it's an awkward circumstance with this policy. And at the end of the day, Rebel got the refund and new milk. So to me, just navigating the review, if I was the manager, I think moving forward, I would make a little note of this person that has done this. And then I would try to be able to address that if it seems like they're gonna they're actually abusing the policy if they right. keep returning milk it seems a little bit like there might they might be abusing the policy but it is also a thing like if rebel felt this way why didn't why wasn't that rebel's retort no this isn't you doing me a favor this is the corporate policy but right. thank you for feeling like you need to condescend like this right. feels like maybe it's something that would happen to me where in the moment I'm trying to be nice and not have a conversation and then I'm like so mad on the drive home that I'm just formulating right. this review you know maybe. it feels a little like I don't know all right so I do want to talk about the spelling and grammar here because it's so lengthy they use so many parentheses okay. they use so many quotes <laughs> it's weird to me because they say that it's quote unquote empty the boss said that it's quote unquote empty, right. but Rebel has already told us that they poured it out. So yeah. it is empty. So why did you put empty? In they quotes? also made the point twice about the retraining. Yes. They do tons of ellipses. Yeah. They spell, but B U T. They misuse <laughs> the spelling of there at the okay. end. I mean, how do you feel about this review? Do you think, I, I just don't understand I, the complaint because they, they got what they wanted. So Exactly. That's why I don't think that this review has a lot of value in terms of why someone might be looking this up. I guess maybe if you're like, okay, management, it seems like maybe the employees are weird. They all go somewhere else. I don't know. But like, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of value. It's It's not telling me anything about this store it's just telling me about this one person's experience trying to return two percent organic milk which i didn't need to know i mean the biggest value here to me was learning this return policy exactly i mean i think i could crown rebel how do you feel i can crown rebel (sighs) oh geez okay here we go (laughs) the queens are tabulating total score Half crown, half crown. 
<laughs> Unanimous decision with the queens. Tell me why. Literally only for the reason that you gave and that I knew that I was going to say at this point in the show is knowing that this is a policy at Aldi. That's it. That's the only value in this. The grammar spelling was bad. I, I think they're being truthful to their truth anyway. But yeah, I, I didn't think it was humorous. Like it didn't it didn't check any of the boxes for me, unfortunately, but it did give me a half crown's worth of information. How about you, Trey? I did half crown, honestly, because I really, again, went on a huge journey on this. When I first read this, I was like, how hilarious yeah. that someone's returning empty milk carton. But then when I realized that that's the policy, and then reading yes. through that huge review where it's really just rebel right. discussing how they interpreted and felt in the moment. And there is a place for these kind of reviews under distrustpilot.com and we will be forever grateful. <laughs> I mean, I really love that I understand that distinction now. Yes. Like here we are in episode 31. Beforehand, I was like, I didn't really understand Same. the different Same. And platforms. Yeah, and now I'm just like, if you want to write a novella to corporate, you take your swing on Trustpilot. Literally. This was a great review, Dry. I, I mean, even though I know that we're like nagging on Rebel and all this, I think this was like so full and luscious and I loved breaking this review down with you. So thanks for bringing it in. All right. You know what? I think that we've reached the most regal portion of our show. So Trey, who are you inducting today for? My Royal Highness. Okay, so this is something that I really thought about over the last month. But today, I would like to induct wrapping paper. Okay, yes. Now, isn't wrapping paper so fun? Yes, I love wrapping paper. It is. It, it mean, like disguises uh, what whatever you're about to get. And then it's like so much part of the experience. There's like common joke about kids being more into the wrapping and the bows than the actual product. Yes. Like there's a phase where almost every little tiny child goes through. I just love wrapping paper. I love the idea of I see the shape mm -hmm. of what I am about to receive, but I have to physically undo it. I also love wrapping gifts. Yeah. I think there's something very like Cathartic. zen and like peaceful about making the paper fit and like taping it in a cute way and folding the ends like there it's like there's something meditative I about agree. making it look beautiful so i thought i'm gonna induct wrapping paper because it is transactional yes. and i think maybe it doesn't get a lot of attention and when something is not wrapped well you can't hide that so there is an art to wrapping and i just love wrapping paper so for that reason even though we're in january i am inducting wrapping paper for my royal highness. I love it. Thank you. All right, Chels, yeah. what about you? Who are you inducting today for my royal highness? Today I'm going to induct uh, a group that I feel like, especially after today's review, I feel even more so, even though I did write this down before, but I'm going to say customer service representatives mm. across the line. <laughs> I'm going to be honest and vulnerable and I'm going to say that I haven't always shown up as my best self when I get some of these customer service representatives on the line. Mm -hmm. And the reality is there's someone on the receiving end of that that has to receive that attitude, even from well-intended people. Like, like, I feel I'm well-intended, but push me to a certain point and I will turn into a monster. And there are our customer service representatives that are really just the unsung heroes, I think, of the world. Because some of these customer service people, they really know how to put out a fire. Like I've had people that I've spoken to that I have shown up 
to that person, not a good person. And by the end of the conversation, I'm like, you're right. Life is beautiful. They're like therapists. They also help us with our problems. And they just don't get thanked enough, I don't think. So that's why I wanted to say thank you to everyone out there that's done customer service. God bless you for receiving everything that you receive. And if I've ever been mean to you as a customer service person because you were the 15th person I talked to, I just want to formally apologize. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. You're my royal highness. I mean, I'm surprised it's taken us this long. What, that's like the must be the toughest, roughest job in the Such world. Such a hard job. I can't even imagine. <sighs> I really concur. Yeah. Thank you to customer service for making a difference. Yes. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> All right, Queen. Yeah. So we did it. Here we are. That is another round. Our first spin in the new year on the RUARQ Ferris wheel. Thank you, Queens, so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, will you please do us a favor and tell a friend, give them something to do in 2022 that was different from last year, like, I don't know, listening to this podcast. And if you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. We would love for you to join our mailing list to stay up to date with the goings on in our queendom. Visit reviewthatreview.com to join or click the link in our show notes below. And don't forget, we want to hear from you. Hit up our voice mailbox. Let us know how the New Year's resolutions are going. one 850 review You can also follow us, if you'd like, on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD, and that's Chelsea with a Y. And I am at Trey Gerald. That's Gerald with a G with two R's. <laughs> Become a member of the Royal Court by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Of course. Bye. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Woo! Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by me with voice of her talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Ooh, I finished my coffee. Woo-hoo. Perfect timing.